Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. I'm Jerome. And I'm Jesse, and welcome back to another session. And uh, honestly, this is a really fun one. Yeah. And the word of this session is banger or banging, because both of us <laughs> yeah. are... Uh, that's just the best way we are describing um, some of the things that we're talking about this session. And yeah, uh, it's a good one, man. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we were, we'll allude to it a little bit, but like... I feel like these, like just talking, these sessions where we just talk about our hobbies, it Mm -hmm. definitely is just so, so enjoyable, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think listeners, I feel like there's a lot of really good gold in here and probably can fill up your week of things to do, right? (laughs) At least a week, if not, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, But also, like, I think this is a really cool snapshot into, like, who we are and things we do and things we like. So this is another fun way to just get to know us a little bit. Um, So this was, yeah, again, the session is a banger. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, But yeah, just to get some housekeeping things out of the way, um, you know, we are back in full force now. Um, so if you have not already subscribed to us on our, our podcast, and if you this is your first time listening to, welcome. Yeah. Uh, we are Just Jive Pod. Um, we are a weekly podcast. Um, we talk about life and everything about it. Um, it's a big world out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find us on any of our social media, pla- uh, on our, any of our uh, podcast mediums, which includes Spotify or more traditionally Apple or Google. Um, well, I think we are popping up a little bit on some of the more weird mm-hmm, random mm-hmm. ones too. Uh, so pretty much anywhere you can, you can listen to podcasts, we're probably there. Um, but at the very least, you can find some free alternatives through iTunes, Spotify, or Google um, with the main, main giants of it. And uh, yeah, um, if you like us, please do subscribe and let us know uh, it, it helps us let um uh find out who who is engaging with us um it also helps us find out who like where people are engaging us from and like what areas and stuff it's pretty cool mm-hmm. um and that and also like we are um, engaging with our social media more um by this point you guys will have seen we've uh we've really done a little bit of a revamp of mm-hmm. our um of our instagram page which has been a long uh, basically our main social media platform for since we started um so you know we have a new logo we have some new uh we have a new cool um posting like uh recipe or or mm. formula that we're using and uh we hope you guys like it um yeah let us know um we're we're really curious what you guys think i know jerome and i both really like it so um come check it out um and lastly um the social media platform we're starting to engage on more is our twitter uh we are posting some uh some highlighted clips uh from our audio from our sessions for you to check out um just to maybe drive with a different uh audience uh just to see if there's other people out there who um, honestly at the end of the day who we feel may benefit from some of our content because um, at the end of the day we we just want our content to be helpful and fun for people to listen to so yeah again without without further ado come check it out and this session will be fun yeah hope you guys enjoy What's up, Jesse? Dude, how's it going, man? Uh, I mean, it's it's you know, it's the usual business now, right? Yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. Um, yeah, good to see you. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we actually last recorded, so um, glad to glad to see your face um, on the call, um, Jesse. Why don't we start us off? What are you? What are we drinking? Oh yeah, I know. Um, and I I think we'll get into a more uh, more of a rhythm as we as we keep going right Um, yeah into like so it won't be quite as long for our our, in between our ketchup sessions but yeah Yeah. i'll definitely start us off with the drink um and this one's a banger Mm. um i am uh drinking one that my friend gave me a taster for it is the pikesville um uh, straight rye whiskey Um, Mm. it is it is 110 proof, um, which Ooh, which nice. equals 55% ABV. Um, it's aged six years old, um, and yeah, it's great, man. Yeah, um, I mean, considering like I don't know, 
I was looking to like pick pick a whiskey to like pick up. I have a lot that I can mm-hmm. like pull now. Um and I don't know what like I was like, oh I haven't tried this one yet. Yeah. But it's barrel proof. So I'm just <laughs> going in, man. Just yeah. going in. How how uh is it making you have good moods uh, this evening pretty well? <laughs> pretty well. I think I realized the nice thing about barrel proof whiskey uh-huh is you you don't play around man like mm-hmm. you just go straight mm-hmm. into it um and like it's a great way to dive into a chill evening yeah <laughs> or yeah. or as needed like it can kind of numb numb a little bit so yeah um it's definitely super super tasty mm. obviously the, the high barrel um proof means um it the burn is a lot more prevalent um, right. than you would get from something a little lighter, like something we featured like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the flavor notes are definitely a little bit more complex, um, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, but you definitely have to get through that like first couple sips <laughs> to get there because you're yeah. just kind of getting shocking your system a little bit. Yeah. Um, but once you do, it's, uh, it's pretty great. Um, yeah. Apparently some of the tasting notes on this uh, are you get some like soft vanilla and baking spices on the finish on the taste oh, wow. it's like dry and spicy with some honeyed rye and cloves um, mm. so yeah it has a really nice like um dark like uh pale copper um, yeah yeah so yeah uh, i stuff. i've really i don't know i like it man um i have some more i can probably share with you next time but yeah, yeah i was gonna say i don't know if i've had anything of that like 110 proof before so i, I <laughs> definitely need maybe some uh working up towards that uh so next L- time a little bit of guidance yeah next time you're over we'll uh we'll do a yeah you know maybe uh 80 mini whiskey tasting up 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 all the way until our night's over basically <laughs> yeah yeah i'm yeah. down uh, um but yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm having tonight. What about you, man? What are what are you sipping on over there? Yeah, I'm back to the uh, Just Jive beer grind. You know, back nice. to our normal uh, comforts. Uh, I'm drinking something actually from a Tavor shipment. Uh, came couple uh, a couple months at this point. Um, okay, I was actually I actually got this shipment around when we were recording our hundredth session thinking that okay. we have all this beer to go through but then now i've been saving oh, yeah. them because i'm like <laughs> i need these to be featured because they're so awesome yeah but yeah. um this is specifically one from eagle park brewing it's uh which is in uh, milwaukee wisconsin it okay. is a uh, double dry hopped hazy ipa at seven percent abv and okay. it is the uh, demon haze and um, i'll show you jesse real quick on the camera it's a uh, it's like in the oh. form of the gorillas, kind of. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I honestly don't know who these people are, but um, it looks really cool. And yeah, uh, it really does throw me back to uh, earlier days in Just Jive where we were just having so many hazies and all of them roughly 7 to 9%. Yep. And it tastes and just has that same hardiness as those so mm-hmm. i'm enjoying it um i've kind of been laying off ipas for a while at least hazies for a mm-hmm. while lately so it's actually kind of refreshing um so very hearty as usual so uh mm-hmm. yeah got the uh, eagle park brewing demon haze nice do you feel like that throws you back a little bit like you're saying like you're, you're reminded of some of our earlier sessions do you like <laughs> were you, were you kind of like transported back in memory like oh man i remember like Dude. drinking this like on this, this this weekend and like i felt like super bloated <laughs> well i definitely remember once i think edwin might have still been there i don't remember but uh, for for that like one weekend we were recording a bunch of them at at, at, at once mm-hmm. and like i just remember like what we were just so full after dinner and we looked in our fridge is like crap what we, got? <laughs> we have like a stout and nine percent hazy yeah and we're just like can we just share like half of one <laughs> seriously yeah. yeah i think like i think we've realized um just and and i guess like this is the contrast like why like hard alcohol or like other things are mm-hmm. are nice to feature because we can like slowly sip on it yeah 
versus like like a heavier like feeling like drink like a beer can be mm -hmm. you know yeah so so i think when whenever we do have like those multiple session in person uh recordings like probably whiskey is a better idea for our stomachs it, it, it probably is even for like pacing too you know yeah. <laughs> like, oh absolutely yeah. it'll, it'll be nice but yeah i'm glad i'm glad you kind of dived right back into a little bit of our tavor like um and again throw throw back to tavor when we yeah. were both like really getting a ton of shipments for it um, seriously admittedly i haven't had a shipment in a long time mm -hmm. mostly because again i I've been drinking a lot of wine, a lot of whiskey. Mm -hmm. um, I really haven't had a lot of beer. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I will try. And also part of it, too, is like I, I think Tavor got a lot more competitive. Um, it, it got busier during the pandemic. They and, and, like, stuff was selling do. out a lot. It's kind of so, like sneaker releases where you have to, like, time it right. <laughs> it almost is, you yeah. know. So I'm like, I don't know if I can keep up with this. So, yeah. Yeah, but... Dang, it's good to get back on the uh, the drinks. I definitely look forward every time. I I feel like one of the most personally underrated part of doing this is looking back on like our Instagram and seeing like, man, we've had a lot of really good drinks that if I ever like if anybody ever asks us like, hey, do you have like beer or like whiskey wine recommendations? Can you send them? I'm like, no, just follow at just jive pod and you can see all of them from every week so a lot of good ones there yeah that's definitely true um but just as you know as we were mentioning it's been a couple of weeks since we last like mm -hmm. caught up and uh recorded um how have you been how how are things going anything new anything mm -hmm. uh, anything up yeah uh it's not too much new um aside from some of the like good news that we've shared the past uh, i think probably first session back like man things are just opening up um people are feeling more comfortable people are getting vaccinated i think you had mentioned like cdc it, it is it's you know it's california the mask mandate is definitely leaner um mm -hmm. and just in the couple past weeks like yeah i've been able to hang out with friends in person um mm -hmm. had a had a buddy's uh birthday party where we just you know we we had a really good time we were out eating but then we also went home and just hung out for a while and i think the the way we really put it was like man it's like the first time we felt like almost like a hundred percent normal which mm. i know it's not but at the same time it you know with with the vaccinations and all that it, there is that uh comfort i think that that comes with all that so i'm just enjoying it man um uh we are heading to san diego this coming weekend um, nice nice uh, for listeners it'll be ambiguous which weekend because of yeah the scheduling but um yeah for a baby moon so gonna be hitting up some good spots yeah uh, visiting some sd friends and uh yeah should be good we'll, we'll see we'll put to our test just how comfortable we are when we're out there that, <laughs> but that'll that, that is a good test like traveling yeah. even locally to somewhere yeah else right? uh, and I'm, are you guys spending the whole weekend there like yeah so like we're it's not a day trip right yeah friday to sunday pretty much yeah okay so taking one day off and just yeah, just trying to get away for a bit, you know? That is definitely a good test of how things are and how comfortable th you are with certain things. Mm -hmm. So uh, SD is a great destination, uh, so I'm mm -hmm. definitely looking forward to going back there sometime. Uh, you'll have yeah. to let me know how things are that there. Um, yeah. I'm assuming and hoping that all the major spots are still open. Um, yeah. Uh, but that's, I guess you'll... It's the hope. I guess you'll find out yeah definitely man how are you doing man um i've been good um it's been a it's been a busy few weeks um so far and this month has definitely proven to be um work has been a little bit rough and i've been uh, struggling a little bit with uh, with like different things but honestly it's been a good struggle in some ways uh, i'm learning mm. learning and growing a lot thankfully um like my my boss is a good like iron sharpening iron coach um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's it's hard but like it's it's 
it's good. Um, yeah. And um, even even just like th- today, the day we're recording, like it was a super rough day. Um, oh, but yeah, um, it's it's been okay though. Thankfully, um, everything yeah. has been overall manageable with work stuff um and we're we're definitely pretty much rounding the corner on our major move for a clinic and uh and that's obviously one major thing we've been anticipating for a while um and it's it's about to be a real real busy season um with that um in the midst of some transition with staff like training and stuff like that so there's a there's a lot of moving parts and moving pieces that we're we're dealing with, um, mm-hmm. and I definitely feel like I'm still in the stretch of like keep pushing, keep pushing, um, and and then once things hopefully settle a little bit, then I can take like a bit of a vacation, um, which I'm definitely looking forward to. So I'm hoping um, come a couple months from now I can I can take a, like a week off or something. Um, yeah, which. Hope, hopefully it doesn't hit the two-year mark since my last vacation, but it might get close to that point. Um, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, um, no, everything else has been good. Um, I honestly am, like, uh, both a little bit inspired and also, like, kind of glad that we're back into our rhythm a little bit mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. with our podcast. And, like, I feel like it's it was nice to take a bit, bit of a break since we had been running for so long, um, but... I feel like, I feel like we're in the zone now, you know, and I feel like it's, it's, yeah. A, yeah. I don't know about you, but it feels more life-giving. Um, and I know we, we talked about yeah. a little while ago, but I feel like this isn't, it's definitely feels new, you know, um, we're doing the same thing, but it feels new. Um, yeah. It's like yeah. The, our perspective is a lot different this time around, or at least we're, we're getting back to the original perspective where it's not just grind. It's actually like creative, like how do we make this yeah. just as fun and as like life-giving like you said as we can right yeah and i feel like like almost like not an obligation but it's that sense of like we're you know we are content creators and we want to put out good content for people which was Mm -hmm. definitely part of our original vision Uh, but i think like maybe it got a little bit muddied along the way for us um just being busy and like just kind of like going through but it was nice to hit a pause and hit the restart for us so yeah um, and i think you know we, we definitely talked about it during our 100 like yeah just doing the whole covid recording stuff like it it didn't help the joy mm-hmm. and oddly enough this is we're restarting as the world or at least california is kind of restarting itself and yeah yeah i think there's gonna be some uh interactive joy that kind of uh hopefully spurs both sides on where Mm -hmm. you know i think first time we met in person like uh during covid it was kind of like oh yeah let's you know be careful like that's yeah yeah. are we supposed to be but then like the latest time it was just like dude this is this is great you know Mm -hmm. and i think that um i'm just excited to be able to get back to normal life like our you know church is starting to Mm -hmm. be a little bit more normal like and then we you know we ended up getting lunch afterwards and hanging out so it's like it's back to our original original uh i guess season one vibes yeah yeah yeah. it's like it's back to like we're socializing here virtually Mm -hmm. but also in real life too which i think we took for granted you know in a way you know yeah for sure um i don't even know if it's like we took it for granted but like we definitely like have come to more appreciation for sure oh yeah um, in hindsight so yeah, yeah, man. Um, so I'm glad. Um, and, you know, I think I think this is like, this is becoming more life-giving now. And, and I think we have a fun one ahead of us today. Yeah, we do. Um, so I think we kind of touched upon it during our uh, restart uh, session. But one of the uh, really fun things we've done this past year is that whole uh, feature-minded mm-hmm. <laughs> episodes. And listeners, hopefully you guys do like them. But to be honest, I think Jesse and I just really like them a lot. Yeah. Just, we're just talking about uh, things we like. Um, but we're, we're kind of uh, doing it a little differently where it's going to be, uh, we don't really have a name yet. I guess it's just kind of like, we're just calling like entertainment week, mm-hmm. honestly, um, where, uh, you know, this week is going to follow a little bit more like the feature minded format, but 
something I was thinking about is just like maybe certain topics or kind of headlines related to entertainment that we can maybe pause on and just mm-hmm. yeah focus on but so we're, we're gonna talk about some of our features and recs especially since we haven't talked about them in in a while yeah yeah it's gonna be a a, a movie slash tv uh version of would you rather mm-hmm. um so both of us will answer but we've got i just got a couple of them uh i feel like they might be pretty challenging um i think so i think yeah so, so jesse first one is would you rather attend xavier's school for uh, what is it gifted children or mm-hmm. whatever it is or attend hogwarts the wizardry and witchcraft school yeah oh man um this one is is pretty tough and yeah the reason i'm wrestling and like i have my answer but it's not easy Mm. so i'm gonna say hogwarts um okay i think like based on the world um it's a a little bit more fantastical um Mm -hmm. to be in in jk rowling's world (laughs) sure of wizardry um and like you know, assuming that I am attending Hogwarts, I, I'm assuming I'm doing magic, you know, because they only yeah, accept yeah. magicians um, <laughs> or wizards, I guess is their term. Um, and I think there's just so much cool stuff about that. Um, and I, I mean, I, I don't want to think about like plot wise, you know, what, what timing with, you know, he who right. must not be named or vice versa <laughs> in the Marvel world, like dealing with like the world threats or things. But this was yeah. especially hard for me because. The other assumption for Xavier School is that I would be a mutant. The har- I think the reason yeah. I end up siding with Hogwarts is if I'm going to Xavier School, the assumption is that I'm a mutant, but yeah. I don't have control over what my mutation is. Fair. So, fair. Um, even though I think the schooling part, it would be like amazing. Like, what if I have like a pretty lame like mutant power you know it's like Uh, you can stretch your skin three inches (laughs) it's like that's cool (laughs) yeah um but i mean the cool side is like not just being part of the school and and living that but you in turn would also be a part of the marvel world which there's a lot of like greatness there you know so yeah that's what that's what really made it hard for me is is the world um the world yeah. you would live in assuming you would go to these schools so yeah yeah okay that's that's fair um to be honest i kind of started leaning towards hogwarts too as mm. i was thinking about it but like you said i i did kind of think about the context of these schools mm-hmm. um my first thing was like dude Hogwarts is, gets attacked a lot. <laughs> like, that's, and there's a lot of that's fair, you know, magical warfare going on. Um, but then I thought about it. Like, wait a minute, the X Men have been through <laughs> just as much, if not more, <laughs> with the Magneto and uh, Magneto, the Sentinels. Just, yeah, um, and you know, for the most part, I think witches and wizards are in secrecy and they're kind of hidden while mutants are sort of outcasts in their world. And yeah, I think you're right. Like with, with being a wizard, you have a lot more flexibility. You know, of course you could be like a really crappy wizard, but still, um, you could also be a very crappy mutant yeah, and not really have much use to the X-Men or probably not even be part of the X-Men. Yeah. You're just like the ex-janitor or something. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Hogwarts. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, and honestly, like, I think if you had, if this had been a rapid fire, I might have said Xavier School. Um, yeah. yeah. On initial instinct, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah. you know there is, there is like that likelihood that you do have something awesome and mm-hmm. you can save the world, which is and be part of, you know, be buddies with Wolverine, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe you'll have some super niche power that is super crucial for one yeah. very very specific thing, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So well, you know, I feel like that's gonna be a session on our own. <laughs> <laughs> super niche. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Our next one uh, is um, it's well, this is another challenging one too. Yeah, but which would you rather be a part of, Ocean's Eleven crew or Inception crew? You know, I thought about this a lot as well because Inception, as the concept, is just so like insane and so yeah. uh, like big brain type of stuff. <laughs> but I mean, Ocean's Eleven, honestly, is it's probably my favorite heist movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and but more than that, what I love about it is actually it is the crew. You know, it's like all these wackos getting mm. together, but all of them are so like they just fit. You know. Um, and in terms of like sort of the challenges and the plot line, I mm. feel like Inception definitely had to improvise a lot in light of uh, some difficulties with uh, Cobb, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the main guy. And it was just a lot more stressful. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I feel like Danny Ocean as the leader, he was like definitely like a, he, he was a mastermind. Yeah. Um, and but in a very suave like jovial way or mm-hmm. like just you you i don't know every time i watch that movie i get a sense of like man i would have loved to just play a small part in that and like mm-hmm. just be a part of the whole uh, the sequence when they at the end where they find out like how they tricked the uh, the hotel mm-hmm. like Oh man! If there was a quick scene of me, like I don't know, punching in some numbers in some little yeah, thing, yeah, like yeah. that would be so awesome. So I feel like just based on the fact of like the success rate throughout the heist, I feel like I'm and, and also the 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 crew, uh, I guess dynamic itself. I feel like I got to go with Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Oh man, this is hard for me too because. And I was initially leaning towards Inception uh-huh. um, because of the fantastical nature of it. Like, it's dream, right, right. It's a dream world, you know. Like you're, mm-hmm. um, especially when it got to the deeper levels. Like there's so mm-hmm. much more creative flexibility there. Yeah. Um, to, I don't know, just like make the heist like work in your favor, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But to your point, and my answer will be Ocean's Eleven too, mm, okay. is um, is the vibe of the crew. Um, yeah, and obviously, like the main co- like difference is the, they were written with different like themes in mind, right? The movies themselves, um, mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven, kind of being that like almost like buddy cop like heist um, versus mm-hmm. Inception being like a, a mind bending thriller, right? Um, but I think like just to your point, like it'd be a little bit more fun <laughs> to be on, yeah. on Ocean's Eleven crew. Um, granted, they also dealt with serious stuff, but it would be, the crew itself is a lot more fun and dynamic. Yeah. Um, and I think I agree. Like, it'd be cool to just hang out with them, you know? Um, yeah. Like, versus like, I don't know, it could be a little bit more dry or like, serious or whatever with uh yeah yeah with Cobb's crew and in inception um at least again based on what we've seen um yeah so i i, I would agree um i have a bonus one for you um for this okay. one okay okay since we both agree on oceans 11 um i don't know if you watched um the uh the like magic show heist um version with uh, jesse eisenberg um uh, oh. uh the, it's called now you see me I have seen that. Did yeah. you watch both of them, first and second? I think I've only seen the first okay. one. Okay, just based off that, then Ocean's Eleven versus Now You See Me. Oh man, I feel like I still got to go with Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, mostly because I, I didn't love Now You See Me okay. just in general. Okay, but um, to be honest, I'm not the biggest <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Fan. Okay, that's just, fair. I, I would find because he he was like sort of the leader ish, right? Like. Ish, kind yeah, of yeah yeah and i feel like i would just not get along with him mm-hmm. although I, i'm a i love dave franco um mm-hmm. and what's his name uh the guy from Zombieland, right yeah uh, oh dude oh, i'm thinking his name woody harrelson yeah yeah woody harrelson i love i love him as well um mark ruffalo's in it mark ruffalo was the sort of i guess mastermind behind the whole thing mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. okay 
But yeah, what about you? I would. I actually might lean towards now you see me. Um, okay. okay. Because of the nature of their heist and and what they're yeah. accomplishing, um, I think the wow factor um, is definitely there for both crews. Um, yeah. But I think like the emphasis for the now you see me crew is more so about the wow factor because it's around magic right or around yeah that i can i can see that because i think like there is that one iconic almost uh, maybe viral scene i think it might have been from the second one where they're like they're getting searched and then the card is being thrown around between them. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's what I think that's, that's the, the second, second one. one. Yeah. Yeah. But just, that's good. the only scene I saw. And I'm like, that would be pretty cool if I had the skills to be a part of that. that so I, I, I definitely see where, where, why you would choose them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think they, they kind of are like a middle ground between the fun of the oceans 11 crew versus like a little bit of the seriousness of, of the sure, inception yeah. crew. So yeah. Okay. All right. All right, last one for the uh, would you rather. Um, this one's interesting. Um, would you rather be a part of the Fellowship of the Ring or would you rather be a part of the Umbrella Academy? Oh, man. <laughs> Very different, but... Yeah. You know, it's like... And, like, you... Uh, you I'm, I'm very impressed you came up with these because these are... I mean, Xavier and Hogwarts... I think that was, like, a close-ish comparison. Yeah. But, like, this one is, like, very, like very very different <laughs> yeah i i think i know your answer but based on our last time we talked about this i'm gonna yeah. say oh, umbrella academy um, okay i think living in the lord of the rings world for me would be cool <laughs> but also sauron <laughs> so it's quite stressful <laughs> it's it's quite stressful yeah and unless you're like living in the elvish world like oh man you gotta deal with so much crap (laughs) so (laughs) i'm gonna at least based on that alone i'm leaning more towards umbrella cam granted like you know umbrella cami they deal with some more like yeah other rough stuff you know like it's not the school itself or the crew uh like the the group itself has to deal with like trauma from attending the school like Mm -hmm. the the trauma of the interaction with each other and not to mention world ending threats you know so that's definitely stressful but like i feel like that's a little like arguably a little bit less stressful than dealing with absolutely what the one ring (laughs) so yeah um, and like world war you know so yeah yeah i would I, w- I would lean towards umbrella academy on this one yeah no that i totally don't blame you <laughs> at all i don't think uh sauron is if you can get away from sauron as much as possible you should um yeah you know interestingly i was thinking about umbrella academy at first mm. uh, mostly because of like the uh, kind of the family aspect of it you know like mm. like especially in the second season where you kind of see them you you, you kind of get a glimpse of like each one of them as individuals but then kind of near the end like culminating in them like being together again so that that was really cool but mm-hmm. i think um i i think you're right i think based <laughs> on your assumption earlier that i would probably go with fellowship of the ring but yeah the interesting thing about them is that they like broke up right after the first, um, right after they like, got you know, together. <laughs> yeah. Right after they got together. So I think I would be down for fellowship of the ring as long as I'm not part of Sam and Frodo's crew. <laughs> mm. Cause that was so boring and I don't know about traumatizing, boring, but I would definitely say stressful and traumatizing. Yeah. yeah. And the big spider, which is the scariest oh, thing ever. Um, no way, loved. man. But uh, I, I mean, I just think like the arcs that you know Mary and Pippin went through yeah. with getting captured by the Urukai, and then with the Ents, and then yeah. sort of their their progression towards fighting in the final battle mm-hmm. in Rohan, and also in Gondor, and of course you know Aragorn and the Gimli and Legolas, like mm-hmm. their their arc was insane, right? Yeah, yeah. And then and then Gandalf, well, Gandalf is Gandalf, um, but. <laughs> yeah. But I just think, like, kind of knowing, like, what they went through in the ending, it's kind of like, man, it would have been amazing to be kind of a part of that journey, you know? Like, mm, mm-hmm. obviously knowing that I wasn't, I'm not Boromir, like, I'm yeah. not going to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. to be able to 
suffer through that, but then at the end know that we were victorious and went through that whole adventure. I think I think it would be pretty awesome and rewarding, you know. That's that's definitely like I mean you know, pun intended here, it's definitely one for the books. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. it's it's something that you'll you'll never forget, you know? Like yeah. and it's something that will go into the books as like legacy like kind of stuff. Right. Um versus like I mean Umbrella Academy like is stuff of legacy, but maybe not for the books, you know? Like um Right. At least yeah. in that contrast. So oh man. Yeah. That's a fair point. It's a good one. We finally have one that we kind of veered a little differently on. Yeah, yeah. But for good, I mean, for valid for reasons, reason. though. Yeah. All right, sounds good, man. Fun game. We're, we're definitely going to have a lot more of these uh, insane brain buster <laughs> would-you-rathers and, and games and whatnot, so um, good stuff. But, yeah, we're going to get right into some of our uh, features and some of our entertainments that we've mm-hmm. been into lately, um, you know, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. Jesse, do you have a TV show that you've been really into lately? Yeah, yeah, I do. And uh, I am going to recommend Invincible on Amazon. Um, I have really, really enjoyed this short season of it. Mm -hmm. I never read the comics. um, And I just heard about it because um, I heard Stephen Yeun is the main voice actor for the main character, um, Mark. And the premise of the show is just so interesting, Um, Mm. especially with how saturated um, we are nowadays with the popularity of of superheroes and powers and and that kind of uh, story. Uh, I think Invincible did a really, really great job in contrasting some of the other superhero shows, um, mm. and particularly, I think, like you know, it's it's a comic or it's a it's a cartoon style, but um, or maybe arguably Western anime, um, if you want to mm. describe it as that. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, just like I, I'm going to compare it to the boys a little bit because of their like their. Uh, premise of like real world superheroes or real world like um, the real world premise and like the consequences of it and stuff um, and I know mm-hmm. that's been also a very popular like I guess subgenre of superheroes to explore lately right right and I think Invincible does a really great job of balancing it um, mm-hmm. with Mark who's developing his powers and developing that journey and honestly seeing his real real struggle through that um, is like both really crazy to watch but also mm. like um like honestly like you can very much put, put yourself in his shoes you know um mm. and a lot of the times um and i obviously like it it's i don't know if anyone if did you watch it in invincible uh, i haven't yet ooh, um, i've okay. heard really good things about it i i'm just gonna say once you once you start episode one it just roller coasters from there oh, so nice. i i would say even for you, especially for our listeners who haven't watched, but dude, yeah. check it out, man. It's good. Um, it's for it's sure, a short eight, sure. eight eight episodes, so it's pretty easy to get through. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it. I just really enjoyed it. Um, it is. I will say disclaimer. Uh, it is pretty like graphic. Um, mm. So, but it, again, it's cartoon. So if that helps, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's. The storyline is very, very good. Um, mm. Yeah, oh, that's definitely on my list. Then, yeah, for for sure. So, what about you, man? Awesome. What what TV show are you going to recommend? Yeah, mine mine's a not a new show anymore. Um, it's Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. Um, I I started watching it a really long time ago, actually. Um, well, not that long, maybe like within the last five years. But, um, it's for those who don't know, it's basically a comedy. Um, about a startup, a very small startup in Silicon Valley, and just kind of their rise, I guess, mm-hmm. to um, you know a, a, a big, bigger company. But then yeah. they, being just their insanely interesting and weird characters, they are sort of self-create these hurdles along the way for themselves, mm. and very self-destructive in that sense. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, I, I think I. I I watched the first season while I during a trial I had for HBO Max, nice. like a couple years ago, and I stopped. I loved the way the first season ended. 
um i loved it so much that like after watching the first season finale i like ended up like coding my own project um Mm. that i want i was thinking about but i was like it motivated me to like you know just do it that's yeah so um it's it's very like it's very realistic um and Mm. for those who've worked in like corporate tech or like just engineering or or software whatever like companies where there is a big corporate like presence where it's like all about like numbers all about Mm -hmm. sales all about like uh business jargon like it's very triggering at times when i'm watching this i'm like god like this is so gross it's this guy reminds me of like the certain experience that i've had but Mm -hmm. it's just a funny like it's just funny like these characters are so interesting and uh thomas thomas uh middle middle ditch is the main character he's a very funny comedian and like he just plays this awkward nerd and you just really grow to love him but also hit him at the same time because of like how dumb he is Mm. and awkward he is at times and um so yeah it's it's just a it's a very light-hearted comedy um each episode's like 20 minutes 25 minutes so it's like and every season's only like eight episodes too so it's 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 a breeze and um i'm i'm i think i just finished season two maybe so out of six seasons so it's you know working through it it's a it's very fun watch so definitely recommend it nice man um did it make you sign up for hbo max after no it didn't um I think I watched it because I had a trial to watch Game of Thrones. Oh. And then once I finished and caught up there, it was just kind of like, eh, I'm not going to renew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just curious because you said it, you, you kind of watched it during that that time. So yeah, yeah. You, you maximize your trial subscription. Yeah, yeah. But now that I've got it, I'm I'm definitely watching it a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool. Um, so moving on, our next category is a uh, movie, and uh, yeah, um, do you have a movie that you want to want to talk about and recommend? Yeah, sure. Um, so honestly, lately I haven't been watching as many movies. Mm. Um, definitely more so TV shows. But one that uh, Eugene and I watched uh, a couple months ago now. It's called Beautiful Boy. Um, huh. It stars Steve Carell and. Um, Timoth- timothy uh shalomite i don't know how to s- say the last mm, name um, okay. he's like a younger i guess kind of up-and-coming uh actor mm-hmm. but um it's actually very s- sad but also like very um it's motivational it's basically about steve carell the father and his son mm. um is addicted to meth and like drugs mm. and he's like really young and it's just a story of him like trying to find help and trying to like reach his son mm-hmm. but his son just like due to his addiction just keeps pushing him further away yeah and then it's just it's just like one of those movies where like you kind of have this high when things are going well it's like oh i hope this like continues and then you see him slowly like chip away and like mm. kind of fo- relapse and stuff. And it's just, I think it's actually based on true events, like true story. Mm. So that kind of has that extra, like, I guess like humanness to it. Yeah. So I definitely had moments where like I teared up just cause of like how, just how raw it was. Mm. Like, and Steve Carell, like we think of him as like a funny guy, but like mm-hmm. we know he can act. He's, he's so good in this movie. Um, so yeah man beautiful boy i think it's on amazon prime okay Um, that's where we watched it i definitely recommend it if you kind of want a more uh sobering movie i guess Mm. pun intended (laughs) (laughs) terrible but um yeah it's really good oh man i i i actually want to watch more of steve carell in yeah not comedic context um, Mm -hmm, mm because i do think he's a very like talented actor Um, oh yeah i mean yeah, so I I, I want to see him in some other contexts, and I think I'm, I'm going to check it out because uh, I had I had yeah. not heard about this movie before. Um, but based on yeah, your, yeah. even just your explanation, I'm like oh, that actually sounds really interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, man, how about you for a movie? Yeah, so I'm going to recommend one that just came out in um, in the West, um, mm. and if that's not a hint to you, um, it's actually an anime <laughs> movie. Um, the anime is Demon Slayer, um, and the movie is um, title is Demon Slayer Mugen Train. So mm. um, 
the anime is fairly new. Um, I want to say just the last couple years. Um, it's only come out with one season so far, um, 24 okay. episodes. And um, the thing that, that made this anime blew up was a couple reasons. One, the most banger hit of an opening theme song that you can oh, ever imagine. Uh, I, I believe this theme song actually topped the charts of Japan's music uh, list. Wow, seriously? For a record number of weeks in a row. Wow. Um, so obviously, um, that in itself is uh, pretty crazy. And, and yeah. But um, the context of the, of the show is that um, there's, you, there's a world of demons. Um, mm-hmm. And you follow along the story of a, a boy who loses almost in, his entire family to a demon. Um, and his sister um, becomes a demon from the, from the uh, massacre. And mm-hmm. it's his journey to try and find a cure for her because um, she's his only mm-hmm. family left. Um, and the demon slayers that they're like a a group that, as as aptly named, they typically go out to slay demons. So mm-hmm. he joins them to try and find a cure. Um, Interesting. And it just goes through his journey. And um, this movie basically is the point right after the first season ends. Um, so it's the next part of the, the essentially the story. Gotcha. And um, the other thing that makes this anime like pretty wild and mind-blowing is the animation style. Um, mm. it's, it's a very different but still high-quality animation style. Um, it's, it's very different because it almost utilizes like kind of like 3d tech like it's still 2d Mm. but the way it's animated makes you feel like it's 3d um interesting and uh like honestly it's it was a little jarring at first but like once i kind of got used to it it's amazing like it's actually Mm. like incredible Mm. to like sit and soak in it um nice and uh it it is kind of crazy the the personalities are each very very eccentric but also at the same time, it's very, very down to earth and like um, relatable, which I think is very common of like Japanese storytelling, especially in animes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so this, yeah, this movie was no no exception to that. Um, it was mm-hmm. it was continuing the the crazy storyline of it, and and yeah. it's good, man. It's good. It I know that like wait, so Demon Slayer like itself is more of a episodic one correct yeah yeah so is this sort of like a finale of sorts at all or like not really but so yeah it is an episodic like anime um and it's like different than other animes where the movies are kind of like supplementary like like Mm, stuff um this is like in 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 story like it's continuing the storyline so imagine if like you took a story arc and just condense it to a movie instead of expanding mm. it across an arc in a in, in an right. anime. So like, I think the anime itself is broken up into three arcs. So I think roughly eight episodes per arc. So basically, this this specific like event um, was you would basically sum up like three ish episodes of it, um, all okay, in, all gotcha. in one movie. So mm, yeah. nice. That's awesome. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, so yeah. I'll, if anything, checking out that the like art, uh, animation style just to see like what what you're what you're alluding to. So yeah, it's a it's a wild one, man. Like I I I heard about the animation style. I wasn't sure what they meant by it, and like right. I watched, I was like, oh okay, I can kind of get mm. what they mean, and like it's really unique for sure. Mm. So all right, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So next uh, we've got. A musical album or just an artist to uh, to feature. Um, Jesse, you got one for that? Yeah. Um, I think if some of our listeners have been following our Feature Minded, um, <laughs> this would be, this is the one that makes sense. <laughs> I am uh, recommending and finally so glad to announce and, and recommend our podcast. Porter Robinson's album Nurture is out. Um, nice. So the couple singles that I featured in the past um, for it, like, have kind of led up to this, and and 
it has not disappointed, man. It's been mm. so good. Sweet. Um, so Porter Robinson um, was like kind of blew up during and or before and during, I guess when the EDM scene kind of blew up. Um, mm. I think he was kind of like one of the forefront uh, people of that movement. Um, and he came out with like arguably like a genre defining like uh, album at the time, um, which was Worlds. But since then, he had actually not produced an album in a long time. Um, oh, okay. And apparently, in his journey, like he was really struggling with that, um, trying to figure out not just like his identity, but like his musical identity and even his genre mm-hmm. identity. Um, which kind of now actually is really cool because you can see that journey and, and culmination in his latest album, Nurture. Um, and it's very di- like I'm not a big electronic music listener which you're like Mm -hmm. but you're recommending an electronic album it's like (laughs) but this one is like it's not about the drops it's not like dubstep it's not like that um it's a very melodic um album Mm. it's it's focused on the melody it's focused on the story and especially more so this album than his last album it's very very like um yeah it's 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 just yeah it's not just about like the background music and like crazy beats and crazy like synths but like Every almost every single song I think he sings on, um, or like mm. it's vocal like focused. Um, yeah, obviously like I I I like he has a hard def- time defining the, the genre, and I very much understand <laughs> why. Like it doesn't really fall into electronic as a. It's almost like to compare even for you, Jerome. Like it's yeah. like how metal has a lot of sub, sub genres now. Right, I think right. Porter Robinson has created a sub genre that has not really been defined yet. Um, Cause he's mm. kind of like the leading person of it. Um, yeah, yeah. But so I'm just going to call it for now, Porter Robinson's genre. <laughs> um, but fair. it's very, very like, I guess it's uh, the best way I can describe it is it's emotionally based electronic music. Um, hmm. Like it's more about the feeling that it, it feeling and mood that it puts you in. And yeah, this album, yeah. when you listen to it, it definitely you can. I feel like it's very like you can very much put yourself in that emotion or feeling. Um, it's I feel like very like. like- atmospheric almost right? yeah yeah i, I feel like yeah. i'm kind of getting into this weird description zone so i'm just gonna leave it at that um, <laughs> it's a very enjoyable album um, yeah there are there are songs that will kind of like motivate you and kind of get you moving there are yeah, more yeah. reflective songs too the lyrics are honestly pretty brilliant um yeah um, if there are any standout um standout songs i would recommend on this album my personal favorite is actually not one that has a lot like a major like verse melody kind of structure. It's um, mm. it's wind tempos. Um, mm. it, it, it's a little bit more of an experimental song on the album, um, but it it's it's so beautifully crafted. Mm. Uh, another one I would recommend is Unfold. It's just a a, a very beautiful and. Uh, um, like powerful ballad style like electronic um song so these are a couple songs that i would recommend like checking yeah, out yeah yeah uh, but yeah this i've been i've been pretty much non-stop blasting it the last couple of weeks nice. since it came out and it's 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 been very nice and helpful <laughs> oh, that's awesome man yeah. yeah i know you've been waiting for it for a while so yeah glad it has culminated yeah for sure what about you man what uh what album or artist do you have uh for for us and our listeners yeah um actually sort of a culmination itself mm. um gojira one of my favorite bands uh also came out with their uh, new album just a couple weeks ago about okay. a month ago at this point um it's called the album called fortitude and um yeah it's been quite a few years since their last album um i think i'm pretty sure it got released like a year before i got married so that's already a while ago so um but yeah, this mm. new album was very, uh, you know, like there, there was kind of this fear amongst fans that they were trending a little like, oh, I feel like they're kind of changing their style a little too much where it was a little bit more like, oddly enough, kind of like 
trying to be too atmospheric where it's just like because gojira if you listen to their most of the discography it's like very heavy very like um like just kick-ass you know like very mm-hmm. awesome riffs very awesome drums but then their last album um which actually was written unfortunately sort of in light of their um that the two band members mothers passing away so it's kind of mm. like a little bit more somber a little bit more ethereal mm. more reflective mm. and the riffs were a little bit more like you know kind of not to be aggressive for the sake of aggressive but more like to show emotion i'd say and mm. but um yeah this dude honestly the uh, this new album is pretty banging mm. um they definitely have a lot more like newer also like experimental like uh additions to the music um you know including a lot of uh more melodic stuff as well for sure Mm -hmm. um but yeah man i was talking to my buddy like who's also a huge gojira fan uh beefy actually uh, Mm -hmm. because we we actually that was our first concert we went to together um and we were just talking about it. It's like, yeah, it's it just, you know, Gojira's actually been a lot, uh, around for like 20, oh, yeah, a very long time, mm-hmm, very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they're still putting up such r- fresh and raw and awesome, like, content is just, yeah, just don't want to uh, take it for granted and just appreciate it for what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely an album that I've been blasting a lot too. Um, nice definitely some of the songs i'd say that stand out um uh, there's a song called newfound on there where Mm. it's just banging but also has a lot of like um i I don't know if i think i've probably used this word before but like um just the epicness Mm -hmm, that surrounds mm -hmm. it the the progressions for epicness yeah um there's another song called uh, born for one thing that is one of the singles which is probably one of their funner songs of just like uh it was a single where a lot of fans heard it is like oh shoot <laughs> i think they're actually onto something this <laughs> this album so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that one's really awesome um but yeah the whole album is just is banging man so uh <laughs> nice. gojira fortitude um definitely check it out if uh if you're into it dude that's awesome man um uh, i i know like gojira has been one of your like favorite bands that you you follow mm-hmm. so that must have been a a very anticipatory album for you too. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we definitely. both have have gotten uh, some highly anticipated albums in our, our recent uh, days. Yeah, and have yeah. both been enjoying our respective uh, artists for sure. Definitely. Um, our last category or, or um, uh, feature uh, feature that we want to talk about um, is a wild card. But in this case, we're both actually recommending a video game. So, uh, mm-hmm. what, which one are you going to recommend? Oh man, I am so excited to recommend this one. It's uh, <laughs> Resident Evil Village, uh, Resident Evil Eight. It came out uh, nice. this month, and I got it this past weekend, and I've been playing it quite a lot. Mm. And oh man, it is so good. Yeah, it is yeah. like, like uh, I, I don't know if you know the concept too much, but it's basically mm. like it's it's less about zombies, like just the slow moving and like big scary zombies and you're a cop looking guy just kind of trying to solve the zombie case it's it's actually in a european castle village hmm. um and uh you know not to give too much away but basically it's um honestly more along the lines of vampires and werewolves than huh. zombies um which is very interesting i'm still playing i'm i'm very early into it um but i just gotta say man like it's um just the way they've like developed the whole world like the castle is just Mm -hmm. beautiful it has the the so many layers to it um the village itself is just you know amazing to just walk through and Mm. it's um you know it's it's kind of you know because i the the more recent Resident Evils I played have been like the remakes for two and three, mm-hmm, and those mm-hmm. are based on very like old concepts of Resident Evil. Like mm-hmm. it really is just like, oh, you're a cop and you're in a police station trying yeah. to find out like, you know what, well, how to defeat the zombies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this one has a lot more like you're exploring, like mm. you're you're trying to find out wow. like 
yeah, it's it's just it's a it's a different world, and um, I don't even feel like I'm playing a Resident Evil to be honest. Um, mm. It feels like I'm playing like Castlevania, interesting, <laughs> like almost. And it's just it's just beautiful, um, and like it's it yeah it's kind of scary a little bit, but um, just walking through the scenery, it's it's just it's just been so much fun. So yeah. anyone who's into it and is okay with a bit of thriller, like I. I recommend it so hard. Yeah. I, I, I've, the only reason I knew this was coming was that it was very, it's been very popularly played amongst like yeah. a lot of streamers and yeah. stuff because I guess it's so new. And like, I, ha- I literally still have almost no idea what it's about, even after your description. Um, yeah. Cause I just heard that it's such a different experience than the other Resident yeah. Evils, which have typically, from what I've heard at least, fallen under a, a formula. Um, yeah. storytelling wise so I've, I'm curious to see how this goes um, but I've heard nothing but good things about it so far I'm, in glad, yeah. I'm glad you're kind of enjoying that journey too definitely definitely um, how about yourself man you got a video game too right yeah I do and it's um, what I actually seriously just discovered a couple days ago and mm. have already put let me see 10 hours in <laughs> Nice. Uh, over the last couple of days um, so same with you like i've just been really enjoying it yeah. it's called uh arcanium uh Ar- the, the full title is arcanium rise of arcan um mm-hmm. it's technically the game is actually not fully released yet it's actually in mm. early access which has been a model um for a lot of games kind of being like in development to get into players hands but also honestly partly to get like more active feedback to develop the mm, process gotcha, um, gotcha. which is why i guess there's a lot of early access games that are like this um this one is is in that same vein so it's an indie uh studio who developed it and the the genres that it falls under are um adventure rpg strategy and roguelike so there's a couple different mm. genres the main one being it's a roguelike where you you basically Every time you play, there's a different, like, like you can play either with the same characters or not, mm-hmm. um, but it's a different experience every time um, based mm-hmm. on, like, what you get. Um, every character has, like, a set of cards, and you can build their deck, essentially, to, do like, expand what they do, but every time it's different. So, um, again, the roguelike genre is, like, your play experience will, will change every quote-unquote run mm. you do through it. So like Slay the Spire um, is like probably the most notable one of the roguelike genre. Um, Darkest Dungeon is kind of another example. Um, so this is another really, really cool example that mm. kind of like combines a couple di- different elements of each roguelike while still being its own unique identity. Mm. Um, and oh man, I've... Like I am excited for more content to be released for it, but yeah, even so far, like I've put ten hours in in like a few short days. Dude. You know, like that's that's very solid. It's very enjoyable. So yeah, yeah, um, I've really just enjoyed playing this genre of games. Um, yeah, and I think this one has hit a niche that I um, that I've like really really enjoyed. So yeah, nice, dude. That's awesome. I'm glad that we're both enjoying so many different things as of late just non-stop so yeah it's good stuff all right man that's 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 awesome i i definitely miss doing these just catching up on what we've been really into lately yeah but um i guess we can kind of do things a little differently um mm-hmm. so we're gonna have one wreck of the week but it is gonna be from the pool of things we've shared and mm-hmm. kind of the challenge with it is like We've shared so many amazing things, but yeah. what is the one where you feel like is like the must try or must recommend out of all of the ones you shared? Yeah. Oh man, this one's so hard. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm still pretty confidently going to say Porter Robinson's album "Nurture" for sure. For sure. Um, I've I think I've just been hyping it up so much for myself, um, and also just yeah. like. It's so good. Um, mm-hmm. So I I think like also like a lot of people have just not listened to this style of music before, and I mm. think like for people who are listening, like it would be a great discovery for people, and I'd be really curious to like hear people's thoughts on it. Um, yeah, yeah. And like uh, you know, 
I, I definitely strayed away from saying Invincible because it's very popular. A lot of people have heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Team to Mugen Train. I mean, it's an anime, so it's not very heard of, but it's also pretty popular, so I kind of stayed away from that. And yeah. as much as I, I love Arcanium so far, I know a lot of people are not gamers, so mm-hmm. the, the most relatable, I would say, is the album. And mm-hmm. again, I've just been really enjoying it the last three weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, I want more people to like, enjoy it too. So... Cool. I'm definitely recommending Porter Robinson's uh, Nurture on this. Awesome. What about you, man? Um, what of your uh, list uh, are you going to recommend? Uh, man, I feel like just purely out of recency bias, I'm going to say Resident Evil Village. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like I described, it's just... It just... Um, it, it really is one of those games similar to like a lot of the ones I'm into where like Last of Us and, uh, like, you know, uh, I guess the other Resident Evils too, but just on a, almost another level where you're just kind of, like, so sucked into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually ended up having some, like, dreams about it last night, wow. <laughs> unfortunately, where... Oh, no. <laughs> it's not not in a bad way, okay. actually. Actually, not, not scary at all. It was okay. just more like... Because when you're... Um, the, the one, like, underrated thing or people don't like who don't like resident evil don't know about it is actually like it's more so like a puzzle solving game Mm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. like sure you have to fight some zombies and whatnot but the gist of it really is like escaping via solving a puzzle grabbing things searching for things and then using them so for me i had a dream where i was just like literally like doing things that led to another as if like the thing i did unlatched unlocked one thing and so it was a very like i feel like i didn't sleep because i was like (laughs) my brain was working so much you're in puzzle mode i was in puzzle mode but i mean like you said i've you know definitely shared a lot of uh features that i just really enjoy Mm -hmm. Um, gojira was definitely up there um yeah but um you know still check that out but i think resident evil is one of those where um you know oddly enough i feel like uh maybe listeners would be down to check them out check uh check it out too and mm-hmm. uh you know immerse yourself in this uh crazy world of <laughs> zombies vampires and werewolves yeah and the crazy thing is you're just still discovering you know you're still in the journey of yeah. it. it's not like you finished the game already right no i haven't so i haven't that's that's awesome man yeah but yeah this again um this was another fun session i i'm Seriously. glad that we have um this regularly moving forward i think we'll have a lot of fun with this um every mm-hmm. month and i really hope our listeners do have a lot of fun with this too um and yeah, yeah um you know i think we'll be saying this at least for a little bit um, or at least i know i will but welcome back man we're back in just yeah, jive yeah. and we're in season season three technically now um but we're just yeah yeah in a new era um and you know whether we have like familiar familiar listeners or new listeners like welcome aboard you know we hope you're having fun with us too yeah no seriously man jesse what a great time i'm definitely gonna check out porter robinson Mm -hmm. um and invincible uh both of those i think are definitely uh in my wheelhouse to check out so yeah um i think i might check out the gochira album too i know you've been talking a lot about that so definitely yeah all right well listeners um hope you guys have a great week stay safe um summer's just about to come so hope you guys have a great time with friends and family and yeah as always we'll see you next time see ya